Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, I was just listening to our newscast there with um, uh, Rob Levy talking about uh, potentially no uh, interest rate increases over the next few months because uh, inflation uh, inflation is slowly, slowly heading in the right direction. 3.3% increase here in British Columbia uh, and 4% or just 3, sorry, 3.8% uh, nationally. Good news. And many are hoping that's a sign the Bank of Canada may keep interest rates where they are. And many have talked about 2024 uh, being a time when interest rates will be coming down. Of course, those high interest rates are impacting, uh, impacting uh, family budgets, government budgets, and budgets for developers as well. Recently, Dan Fumano uh, from the Vancouver uh, Sun and the province uh, wrote a story which showed that progress had stalled on three large downtown residential high-rises, which if completed would total more than 900 new homes uh, and would have included a $52 million in payments to City Hall. Uh, Now developers are asking council to extend the deadlines on the project. Now, we've heard of this before uh, on one or two other projects. Uh, Joining me now to talk a little bit about why this potentially might be happening is Dan Fumano. He's a city columnist for the Vancouver Sun and the province. Dan, welcome. Hi, Jess. Well, I think it's a perfect day to, to have this conversation, actually, because we spent so much time talking about inflation and interest rates. Now, you did this story uh, the other day at the Vancouver Sun. Walk me through uh, a little bit about these projects and what's happening behind the scenes. Yeah, so it's a bit of a technical procedural thing, but I mean, essentially what it is, is we've got a series of big downtown high-rises, residential towers that were approved by Vancouver's previous council back in 2021. And at that time when council approved the rezoning, that's kind of a big key step in the process. But after that, the developers still have more work to do before they can actually break ground on it. And at the time, they had a sort of 24-month window for when they had to move forward to the next step. Now that 24-month window is closing, and these developers haven't moved to the next step, which is enacting the bylaw, Um, and so essentially they're seeking some more time, Mm -hmm. um, which would entail delaying payments to City Hall, because that's one of the key conditions to enacting the bylaw. And this adds up to tens of millions of dollars that would go towards improvements in the area, community centers, affordable housing, child care, things like this, important priorities in the area. Mm -hmm. So they're looking to sort of delay these projects. They haven't been able to get to the point where they're able to break ground or been closer to breaking ground in these past two years. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about, in your story, you talk about these three three projects. One is a 49-story tower at uh, the 1400 block of West Georgia Street, and that's by the West Group mm-hmm. Properties, 193 condos, 162 market rentals. The other one is a 47-story uh, project um, uh, that's in the 1100 block of Broad Street. That would include 289 condos. Uh, with commercial and childcare and cultural space as well, and that's with Merrick Architecture and Prima Properties. And there's another 43-story tower at the, in the 1600 block 
of Alberni Street with the Landa Global Properties. And once completed, hopefully completed, will be it'll include 198 condos and 66 rentals. Mm-hmm. Um, have you been given any sort of sense of why these are delayed? Is it a question of just uh, getting financing? Is it the overall uh, sort of malaise right now in regards to the, the market itself? Yeah, so I wasn't able to get a hold of representatives of uh, Landa Properties or Prima Properties, those two developers. But I did speak at some length with the president of West Group Properties. So they have this, uh, it's, an, it's currently an apartment building on the 1400 block of West Georgia. And West Group is looking to basically redevelop the property where they would replace all of the existing apartments with new rental apartments. But then also add another 193 condos as well. Um, and the president of West Group, Bo Jarvis, kind of walked me through it and said that essentially it's de- delays in the city process. So the, the slow speed at which the city bureaucracy kind of has been moving over the last two years essentially has caused them to miss the window when this was a viable project. So he said, you know, if, if dealings with the city had moved along quickly enough after they first got this approval from the previous council two years ago, they might have been able to have broken, move forward with the project by now. But because of those delays, it slowed down to the point where they're at now when you know, Mr. Jarvis told me, in his view, it's not a viable project right now. With interest rates being where they are, obviously it's just a completely different environment than it was two years ago when the previous council approved it or several years before that, when West Group began negotiating with the city on this project. So interest rates are a major thing, but also construction costs have gone way up. And that's not unique to developers in Vancouver. Governments and all kinds of uh, organizations and entities around North America are finding construction budgets have gone way up. Mm-hmm. Um, so essentially, they're not going to move forward with a project that's not viable. And that's what he says is right now, this project's not viable. I mean, it's their hope that at some point in the future, and they probably hope the near future, the market out there changes, and this is a viable project again, and then they can move forward. And so council did, in, a, in the meeting today, council did approve this deadline extension, which essentially gives them, all three developers, uh, a six-month extension mm-hmm. for this window where they can kind of try to move forward. Yeah. Council approved it. So, well, that that's good news. So this gives them six more months of breathing space, uh, which mm-hmm. I understand. But in six months, uh, the market is has been turned upside down completely, like, as I said, for government, mm-hmm. for developers, for uh, everyday mm-hmm. citizens and their personal finances. In six months, sure. will the market change fast enough where these projects, as you said, were viable two, three years ago, and now they may not be? In six months, you may see a, a quarter point drop, hopefully, uh, interest rates, maybe half a Point. I don't know, um, but mm-hmm. is it is it remotely close to what it was two years ago, two and a half years ago? Uh, never mind being a you know a, an expert on financing and, and handling these big projects. Anybody you know <laughs> try to build a home on their own, a single family home, mm-hmm. knows full well uh, what the banks are doing right now. So is is there been any talk that potentially there could be more developers who are stuck with their properties and the and just the the business plan doesn't work anymore? The market has been turned upside down at the moment. Yeah, I, I think that's. Certainly a possibility. And as you say, I mean, really, a lot of these decisions are, are dictated by the lenders and what lenders are willing to do. So these developers typically don't have huge amounts of money sitting in their bank accounts ready to move forward with 
you know, paying tens of millions of dollars to the city for these community amenity contributions, and then all of the money to, to for the construction project, they need to borrow money from banks or other lenders. And it's I think it's largely it's not a situation right now where these lenders are uh, willing to lend at the rates that these projects would need to be viable. So again, as you say, you know, a lot of these decisions are up to the banks and these developers need the finance to move forward. So what will it look like in the future? We don't know. Now, the reason we know about these three is because they had these 24 month deadlines imposed back two years ago, got approved by the previous council. A lot of developments don't have this kind of sunset clause or this kind of deadline on them. So, so we know about these ones because they're coming to council. And so it's a matter of public record now that they're asking for these extensions and council approved it. Other projects that don't have these deadlines, they don't need to seek these kinds of extensions. So what we are hearing certainly from people in the industry is that there probably are some projects that are on the back burner and maybe not moving forward. Now the West group project, as I say, it is provide like that property is providing housing today. It's a 162 unit apartment building so it's providing housing today and probably for the people who live there they're probably quite happy to to hear that the redevelopment has been delayed it means that they get to stay in their homes longer um but you know there are other properties around town that are empty holes in the ground or maybe it's a community garden or a temporary dog park or something um or 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 an emptied out building you know there's apartment buildings in the west end and other places that have been emptied out of their previous tenants and sitting empty for years at a time, and we're not sure what the status of those ones is. So it is certainly something we're hearing, you know, chatter around the development industry that a lot of projects are uh, sort of on the back burner right now. Um, and obviously that's not what the mayor and city staff and, and the province and the housing minister, all of those, there's kind of this alignment between the different levels of government right now to build, baby, build. Yeah. But uh, But the reality on the ground is, proving more challenging. Yeah, I had the mayor uh, here yesterday talking about eliminating yeah. red tape and uh, he's got a committee and hopefully in about a month he says they'll be able to announce some things. Uh, but, you know, these types of stories that, um, you know, you've highlighted here uh, say a lot. I mean, there's an indi- indicator there and it's not necessarily government here. Yes, it took a long time getting things approved and they're still in that process. Mm-hmm. But the outside world, the market itself, it just, uh, it's it's not a great time right now to be looking for a loan, especially the size that these guys look for, the developers look for in regards to getting these projects through. So it's going to be a very interesting, you know, year to 18 months right now um, watching all of this uh, happen. Dan, thank yeah. you so much for your time. Uh, once again, I love your work and appreciate uh, you making time for us. Great, thanks for having me, guys.